Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Mediocre friend. All right, that's Tom Smothers, Dom Giordano show. I never interviewed the Smothers brothers almost once. Tom and Dick Smothers and Dan, hard to believe, but they were the source of tremendous controversy at one point. For what? I forget uh, if you just put Smothers yeah, put it Brothers. In here, I'll find it. Controversy. I don't know if there was a particular phrase or what they were doing or saying on TV. Was it sexual or not? But the uh, Smothers Brothers, yeah, and I think it was Tom Smothers more than Dick uh, Smothers. So I'm reading straight from Wikipedia. Yeah. There was a, a performance by The Who in 1967. Uh, as a group often did during that period, The Who destroyed their instruments at the conclusion of the performance with the usual addition right. of mild explosives. Peace ended with guitarist Pete Challenge uh, grabbing Tommy's guitar and smashing it. On the Smothers Brothers show that night, a small amount of explosive was put into the small cannon that Keith Moon kept in his bass drum, but it did not go off during the rehearsal. Unbeknownst to known, a stagehand had added another explosive before the taping, and later Moon added another charge. So now there are three explosive charges in the cannon instead of one. When Moon detonated it, the explosion was so intense that a piece of cymbal shrapnel cut into Moon's arm. Moon is heard moaning in pain towards the end of that incident. And then there's an entire section of controversies and cancellations, and I'm going to read through real quick, and I'll have something for you. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I forget what it was, but the Smothers Brothers, it doesn't sound like, you know, uh, it would cause any. There, there was something for a while there. When, I don't know if they were on CBS or what they were on. Tom Smothers passed away at the age of um, 86. All right. Uh, on the big news front, the Michigan Supreme Court earlier this morning rejected this idea of an insurrectionist ban case. And they keep President Trump on the 2024 primary ballot. Now, why this stuff is important, look, the the Supreme Court, I'm sure, wants to think it moves at its own pace, it's above everything, but politically, the more we start to see these cases be in the news and be decided one way or the other, the more the Supreme Court is going to move on this, and I'm still saying by the end of January, they're going to put the kibosh on this idea that these states are all getting involved in removing and back and forth with this. But the Michigan case uh, was decided on technical grounds that under the state law, they said, you couldn't do this. Why is Michigan more important than Colorado? Well, it's one of the biggest swing states. I still got to be convinced that Trump has a real good shot at Michigan, but on paper right now he does, and he did win Michigan. 
That was the closest vote of the big three, Wisconsin, or was Wisconsin the closest? But Michigan, I think, is uh, a hard state for uh, Trump. Not as hard as Pennsylvania. If he wins that and or Pennsylvania, he's going to be president. So um, none of this stuff is going to matter in the end. It's just interesting how each state is going down with this case. Big case this morning. They didn't get into was this an insurrection or not an insurrection? Did he argue for that? It was more on technical grounds. Dan, what else do you have on uh, Tom Smothers? Yeah, so uh, Smothers Brothers, when they had their show, uh, they'd feature anti-war guests. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. So they were uh, labeled very anti-Vietnam, and they had to fight against uh, uh, censors at the network. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. All right. uh, One other quick thing. Uh, Yesterday, we spent a lot of time telling you, and this is uh, good news, but I want to break it down a little bit. That the Holocaust Museum, which is sacred ground, tomorrow was supposed to be overrun by the Palestinian mobs, in this case, those posing as doctors, uh, to get in there and protest Israel and protest what Israel is doing in Gaza. Well, the doctors group, which is clearly Doctors Against Genocide, these are not just medical providers who spontaneously got together. These are, this is an AstroTurf group. There are backers of this. There might be a few doctors spread here and there. And they put on this front group because doctors still have power. People on white coats telling us how bad Israel, the children. So they have canceled this. And they said it was all a mistake. It was all a miscommunication. No, 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 buddy. You got caught. And somebody smarter there, or your one of your backers, said, no, I don't think we're going to do this. This is going to be big trouble on the anti-Semitism front going to the Holocaust Museum. Just the, the idea of it. Just There's nothing sacred. There's no boundary here. Well, I think some of the smarter elements there decided this was going to be a huge black eye to go and do that. So... All right, Dan, how would you say your expertise is with uh, there. Uh, with rap? Now, I, I don't it even want... It used to be really good. I've fallen okay. off. Okay. Yeah. I don't even want to get into the difference between rap and hip-hop uh, because um, it's too charged with race to distinguish. But here's something interesting. There was just a uh, conversation on national TV. Dr. Umar Johnson says that Eminem could never be considered the GOAT at rap because he's white. That's white supremacy if Eminem were considered the GOAT of rap. Now, the little bit that I know about it, I I just get a kick out of Eminem because at one point he was notorious, like public enemy number one, as far as, oh my God, this guy's going to destroy society. He was that hot. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he was that big. No, he was. I, I loved him. Yeah, my well, first ever concert was an Eminem concert. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, well, what I like is just it's just the one song, the music, the moment. Because to me, this guy gets it. The ultimate competitor, realizing in this moment, this is your life. It's life and death. And I admire that about him. And I get why he was so popular. I mean, the only other white rapper I know is I don't even know if he is is. Uh, 
Carrot Top even anything close to that? <laughs> no, he's he's like a, a, a satire rapper, if okay. anything. Well, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a guy so, by the name of Little Dicky. He's really big right now. He's from Cheltenham High School, actually. Okay. So, so add that to the list of the wall with uh, Netanyahu and Mark Levin and Oh, such. a white rapper. Yeah, white rapper, Little uh, Dicky. Yeah. Okay. But Eminem is real. You know, how he grew up in that, uh, you know, where he is, the eighth mile and all that so, stuff. So the, the, the critics essentially saying since black people created rap, a white yes. person cannot. That's what they're saying. Here we go again. That would be white supremacy if you say Eminem is the GOAT. Well, who's I don't the, know who's the best basketball said. player of all time? Yes. Michael Jordan. Well, that's not true. It's Will Chamberlain, but I'll accept that. For <laughs> Either now. way, both yeah. works. I mean, both are black. Yeah, men, exactly. And it was yeah. a game created by a white person, so it yes. hasn't any different. Yeah. So, um, I mean, who's the greatest football player of all time? I don't think we'd degenerate into, well, you have to be, well, majority of players in the NFL are black now. So I guess now it would have to be that. I. With Brian Kilmeade, believe that Jim Brown was the greatest football player ever. It pains me to look at stuff through this. I, I, yeah, I know that. The, I know that the quarterback position has evolved, so it's pretty hard to say a running back could be the greatest player. But Jim Brown clearly was the greatest football player ever. Uh, baseball, the greatest player ever, is Willie Mays. There's no doubt about that. Babe Ruth? No, you would laugh at Babe Ruth. Shohei Otani? Uh, well, you know, if Otani actually pitched. Five or six seasons and won 15 games a season on average and hit like he hits, then yes, he'd be the greatest baseball player. Longevity has got to count somewhat. Can you add to the yellow pad that we got to do greatest of all time in their own category again? I love that side. Oh, uh, okay. It's kind you, of what we're going yeah. into right now. Okay, but. You know what? Mike, do that on that side. Well, there's too. another one I want this week that yeah. needs to be added to the yellow legal pad as well. Yes. Uh, it, it took off on the YouTube comments last hour, but that's uh, who's somebody that sweats a lot? Yes. Sweater. Yeah, so throw that on there as well. I saw a sweater up here from Jim, and I'm thinking, what the hell is he talking about that he put up here? Sweater. I did, I forgot we were talking <laughs> about sweat. Uh, James Brown. Yeah, you come up with a category. That's the trick. And then give us the greatest of all time in that category. And, yeah, I, I believe Willie Mays because of all round. One of the greatest dramatic fielders, fielders, base runners, and he hit 660 or so home runs. Etc. It's got longevity. Hank Aaron, great hitter and all. He can't match Willie Mays, though. He'd be my choice. Uh, what other sport am I leaving out? I like the, hockey. The, hockey, uh, greatest player of all Gretzky. time, I'd say, is. Nah, I'm going with Gordy Howe. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm still no, sticking. No, you know it's Gretzky. <laughs> like, that's. Well, if they're out there playing one on one, first time down the ice, Gordy Howe is both scoring and knocking Gretzky out. So there's that. Who's yeah. Don Giordano besides yourself? Yeah. Greatest talk show host of all time. Uh, radio? It's yeah. got to be Limbaugh. It's got to be Rush. You think it's Rush? Yeah, because he just reinvented the format. He brought stuff to it. We were back in prehistoric times before what he did. And, uh, Dan, if you can get people to go to a seafood shanty, eat fish, hundreds of people, and listen to him while doing that, that's pretty good. Yeah. You you uh, positive or negative toward Don Imus? Negative. Yeah? Yeah, I, I despise. Because I just look at a lot of what Howard did, and he essentially stole it from Imus, and Howard's kind of remembered as the person that launched a lot of what I feel Imus was doing before Howard. Oh, you think so, yeah? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. A lot of crossover there. <sighs> I just never saw it with Imus. I just saw it as a ranting guy on a ranch yeah. at that point. You know what I mean? His rule, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact of what he was saying on the radio... 
when he got fired for the Rutgers stuff. I'm like, they were saying this stuff? Yeah. The Rutgers team? My God. How did that? And that's on prime stations, New York, et cetera. It was like, what the heck was going on? I've never worked at where anything like that is said on a regular basis. No way. I feel like he was on the air a little too long, maybe. Yeah. He started losing it, and that's where that came from. It's only an explanation I have for it. Yeah. All right, so 855-8, now the greatest producer of all times. Aha, in talk radio. That's that's up for grabs. I got to go through. I've only had 46 producers, I think. I think it's Baba Bowie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I meant locally here. I meant oh, on my okay. own, what I've oh, yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's either you or Ed Palladino. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I got to th- Greg Stocker. Well, I mean, well, I look at Palladino's career. I don't think I can ever live up to what he did. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. It's quite so, the guy. Uh, we got this VP thing going on. People love, as I just told Brian Kilmeade, the VP talk. And uh, the caviar call, that was a great call. So there's this guy, Tim Poole, Dan, who is at the outer fringes of conservatism, I think. He does a Tim cast. Here we go again. We had this before, and you ran down something really good with it. When uh, Brooks, David Brooks, who's a moderate, sort of Republican, sort of, printed up. He was at the airport, I think, having a scotch and a burger. It cost him like a million dollars. Remember that? And we found out that um, a Big Mac and all that was like twelve ninety five over at Gray's Ferry. So this Tim Pool puts it up. I think he's at an airport again. It's just a burger, and it's seventeen ninety five. Now it is the airport again, but still, the price is shocking. And the other side just has to squash this. They they have to go wild to tell people the prices that we're seeing on things are just not there. They're still going down this path. I made this point yesterday. The Boston Globe had this cartoon satire uh, over Christmas, and it had the father, the mother, the little kid, all mocking Joe Biden dressed as Santa. And under the tree are the infrastructure bill, low unemployment. And they're still moaning about what about inflation? And they actually said inflation's going down. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, if you're at a million and you're going down to 900,000, I guess it is. What do you friggin' do? They just cannot stop themselves on this. And the reason is it shows how they want to uh, tell everyone that's not insulated, like the elite class is from this, these expenses that you're getting, you're just being ridiculous about them. You know, it's a first world problem. By the way, we never did first world problems, did we? Yeah, we did it. Oh, we did it? What yeah, was the winner on that? Uh, I have it in my files. I'll get it for you here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I forgot. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good winner. All right. Always, you know, we're always on track. Don't forget Friday, in the new year, hit us with um, any kind of uh, side question that you like. We're always up for that. Uh, let's go to Gary in Newtown on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Gary. Afternoon to you. Hey, Don. How are you? Good afternoon. Merry Christmas, Dan. I got a hold of you, Don, via email. Merry Christmas, the, sir. The, the winner uh, for First World was, was um, uh, um, I, oh, gosh. Never mind. Yeah. I called for two reasons. Yeah. One, one was to keep encouraging women to call in because I love the first caller, and I would rather go with Chelsea Gabbard than anything, my opinion. I hear you, but uh, is that a strategic thing? I mean, let's face it. I'll, I'll be blunt about this, too. I've seen this before. She's an exceptionally attractive woman. Come on, let's face it. That plays into it. And then she's independent. She's got the military background. She's a bit exotic, given the Hawaiian background. But I, I think that um, the uh, Tulsi Gabbard, they would portray as a bit more radical. You'd have more trouble with that. You want what we dislike about Nikki Haley to be what these people in the suburbs are hearing. I'll put it bluntly. Well, the woman that called in switched to Trump in 2016. Remember that? She yes. said that, right? Yeah. Okay. What we're looking to do now is to have the people that have realized that they should have switched in 2020 to switch in 2024, those people being Democrats. That's the reason why I want Tulsi. Uh, independence, yeah, people that might be more independent. Okay. All I want is, okay. to, is to get the people that we should have been able to keep. Isn't it really startling that Trump could break through with blacks and Latinos, and yet we can't keep these white people in the suburbs, particularly women? It's a stunning thing. This guy, this guy is historic beyond anything we've seen. Whatever happens here, this is history. I have a public service announcement, too, for those that are looking to do Captain Chucky's Gulf Shrimp for maybe New Year's Eve. Yes. Put your order in now, because when I went to my <laughs> store in Yardley, they sold out of the all 800 pounds that I went to go get. I was going there to get 50, and I was there at 9.32. There was a line out the door that I missed at 9 o'clock. So right, Dan, wait a minute, Dan. Know. Get on that uh, red phone to Captain Chucky's headquarters. <laughs> we got to get 1,000 pounds of shrimp over there to Yardley. Uh, Prano, get the Dom roll. People will love it. Now, the shrimp is... The shrimp is uh, the underrated Captain Chuckies, I'll tell you, their shrimp is their as good as so any good. out there. Yep. Uh, what's your uh, food? So uh, my, my, yeah, my, my side answer is I'm in my mid-50s, and I, like Dan, I cannot stand onions. I, till this day, I still can't do a raw onion, but I have been, 
I have been, I love the onion taste. I love the onion flavor. And my family turned me on to an everything's bagel that I can't, I'm making up I, every weekend that I get a chance to have a, a, an everything bagel, pork roll and cheese. I take it because I'm trying to make up for all lost time. Gary, uh, I just want to give you a little tip. Uh, yeah. If you go to Trader Joe's, they actually have everything, uh, like, like the seasoning in a jar, and you can sprinkle it onto whatever you're eating. So Maisie actually puts it on avocado toast, and it tastes really good that way as well. All right, there you go. Trader Joe's again. we got to be around the corner from them. The traffic yeah, jam right? they cause. Oh, Get a miserable. bigger parking lot over at 22nd and Market. Yeah. Uh, so I have yeah. uh, the audio yeah. of... Uh, Thursday, a first world problem. Dan and Richborough, a tall individual, said a center seat on oh, an airplane. Oh, that's right. I remember the call. He had all those things going on in the center seat in the air. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. Can't use that one. All right. 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get on board here. The Nikki Haley stuff being talked about because Don Trump Jr. essentially on Newsmax uh, put it out. Uh, this buzz about Nikki Haley. Essentially, he's going to put his foot down. We think it's uh, Trump flying a balloon, you know, trial balloon up there that he's thinking about it. Why would you not uh, think about it? Let's think of some of the strange things you batter a person during uh, political contests and then they pick him as vice president. Kennedy's Johnson would be a classic. It happens many, many times. All right. And then you ice the vice president. They don't get to do too much. 855-839-1210. That's how you get, um, by the way, uh, Hamas denying that October 7th was retaliation for taking out Soleimani. Uh, Do I think that was their motivation? It could be. It's just they're savages. That's their motivation. They had an opportunity. They did it. And they'll do it again tomorrow. And they would kill every one of us if they could tonight. Let's be real. They wanted to do this, but now they had an excuse to do it. Yeah, now they're putting that out there. Well, you took out Soleimani. Thank God we took out Soleimani. I wish we'd take out 100 Soleimani until the next 100 in line. After we get done that 100, you're 101st. All right, I'm completely oblivious, Dan, to who that is for people listening at home or wherever. Honestly, one of my favorite artists. Uh, well, not one of my favorite. I love this guy, though. Everlast, Whitey Ford, uh, singing what it's like. Uh, has a great song, Put Your Lights On, with uh, Santana. Uh, but a uh, big topic of discussion, as uh, I, I don't agree with this notion, but in the YouTube chat, uh, throwing him out there as a great rapper. I don't think he's okay. considered one of the greatest of all time, but a great white rapper. Who is considered? Rapper. Is there a consensus of who Probably is? Probably Tupac. Yeah, and it seems to be, too, the backstory is you almost have to be shot at or, you know what I mean? There's got to be that element that uh, adds to yeah. uh, the uh, the Well, if that's true, yeah. then 50 Cent would be considered yes. one of the best, but I don't, I don't think he is. A uh, little trivia question. I went after the Villanova, who I, you know, do have a lot of issues with. They won't stand for the national anthem, but they brought 50, 50 Cent to do their kickoff basketball thing. You know how in October they do yeah. a midnight kickoff? Yeah. They bring him out there as the act before the warm-up of the game. And this is after he had been shot at and shot. Are you insane? <laughs> I've always found that to be one of the nuggets I store he, up. He had like a... Once he came out with In the Club and all those yeah. songs, he kind of had like a revolutionary moment in life and cleaned his act up, and he's been very clean. I, I mean, he dated Chelsea Handler, for God's sake. I, 
Oh, that's right. Remember, I think like, they were more together. Yeah, so yes, like, like yeah. He, he really kind of did the stern of dropping the act and became a true celebrity, elitist right. kind of individual. Yeah, but my, my thing is, what the heck is Villanova? Is that appropriate? Yeah, yeah like what kind of role models are you and is out it, there? And is it safe? Well, I think by what, what year was that? I mean, was it when he was just getting famous, or was it? Uh, I think this is after he had been shot at, or he was hit nine times, or oh, something. Oh, so like, yeah. like fairly soon after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's suspect. That's all I'm saying. Villanova Nation, calm down now. All right, it is eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That's uh, how you uh, get on board. Side question today: National Fruitcake Day. Uh, speaking of uh, Temple, speaking of local campuses, Dan, Kurt Warner, who's a Hall of Famer, even though, you know, he had a great four or five years, that was enough. He's a pretty good football analyst. His son, long story, due to DJ wanting to go to offbeat sporting events, we all went to a Temple game last year. And they, yeah, they play at the link. It was at night. Oh, my God. Talk about cold. Anyhow. The son was a quarterback. He looks a little bit undersized to me. He's transferred to Rice. And the father tweeted out with the end of another season, it was a good idea to go from Temple to Rice. Now, Rice is apparently high academic school. More so, he said, for off-the-field issues rather than on the field, meaning safety of Temple and the surrounding neighborhood. And yet I heard uh, today Pat Callahan filling in for Dawn say that Temple raised more money. People helping the uh, university this year was up by 10%. Wow. You may ask yourself, where does Kurt Warner himself live? Like, are these off-field issues being away from family? He lives in Phoenix, so still a distance away from Rice. Oh, right. Yeah. No, but it was off-field. He meant safety. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, surprise look, me. I mean, would you send your kid there? No. If uh, yeah. if Luke, uh, they said, we love his three-point shot, right? In fact, a uh, little story the other night. My Christmas was made. This, uh, this I love this Apartment 9 stuff. This is a new one from Roe. Great gifts and all that. But Luke <laughs> talking to everybody there said that, uh, yeah, he only was able to start to beat me at basketball when he was like 20, and it was still pretty close because of the uh, roughness aspect. (laughs) (laughs) And he thought that I could still play him, but he'd be too quick for me. So tell me, his entire life, even as an 11-year-old, you were still giving 110% on the court? Yes, of course. I'm not going (laughs) to let him think. I mean, towering over him and look, just block his shot, Matumbo him. I like I lack objectivity in this, but I know basketball. And for my money, his shot when he's shooting the ball in three point thing just takes your breath away. Yeah, yeah. If I could shoot it like that, NBA easily shoot it every time down. Doesn't matter to me. I'm shooting it. That's it. Look three at that shot. You'd be the perfect three and D guy. You know, oh, yeah. one side you're making those three point drains, and, and then you're Patrick Beverly throwing on one elbows side. on the other side, and then uh, yeah, the the uh, Duke guy on the other side. Yeah, so uh, that that was the best Christmas gift to me, boy, because he just he bluntly tells you the truth. There's no better, better than, around. No, come on, that's not better than the Seinfeld tickets. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It means more to me. Yeah. Yes. I'm revved up. I'm out there practicing Those are some now. Those awesome tickets, though, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it's, uh, it's still better. I carry those things. <laughs> All right, let's try Rick and Tabernacle here. I don't know how that we get onto this rapper thing because you got the guy saying, 
Eminem couldn't be the all-time rapper. That would be white supremacy. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's just amazing, the pettiness of this stuff, the bizarre nature of it, and where it ends up. Uh, Rick in Tabernacle, though. Hey, Rick, uh, Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Uh, guys, I am going to make the claim that in the late 70s and early 80s, the late, great Frank Zappa was the originator of rap music. He was the king of spoken rhythmic lyrics over music, huh. along with music. And another great one who came later, another great band, white band that was great at rap, were the Beastie Boys. So uh, check it out. I, I, uh, I'm going to make the claim that Frank Zappa was the inventor and everyone else copied Frank. Thank okay? you very much. Right. Yeah, I can't rule on that one. Yeah, I don't think kids in the Bronx dancing on cardboard boxes <laughs> were listening to Frank Zappa. <laughs> yeah, okay. We might have gone a bridge too far there. Eminem, yeah. Frank Zappa is an underrated, you know, he's not a joke because of naming the kids and all that moonbeam and everything else that he did. Okay. All right. 855-839-1210. Uh, you get on board. So... Uh, what's uh, here is uh, Dan Chris Matthews. This is cut thirteen. Chris Matthews has surfaced, and Matthews is on Morning Joe with neither Mika or Joe. Yeah, and he's trying to make a point, and then of course he gets caught up in his own caricature. Here's what he he, he was making a good point that he got it, and then he went nuts in the way that he does. About rural voters, why are these people so engaged with Trump, you know, in the hinterlands of Pennsylvania? To me, there's some more obvious points to it. And he said, every time you're mocking Trump, every time you're indicting Trump, you are playing into the hands of people there who are going to resent this. That's part of it. But Trump gave hope. I know, you know, Trump doesn't strike it as... Obama talking about hope because there's a lot of combative language there. But he gave hope to people that were not listened to, were victims of the elites, were looked down on, flyover country. These these towns that once they lost the industrial base were left to die. And he didn't mock that. I mean, how does a billionaire raised all the time in the biggest city in the country bond with that group of people? That's one of the things that Trump is uh, very down to earth, very connective with that. Listen to what Matthew said, though. It's like dealing with that voting block, rural voters who like Trump. Well, I think it's wide open. I think Trump could win. He could win in Pennsylvania. Uh, I can see the rural areas where it's been about 68 percent in those counties, 50 some counties, besides Pittsburgh and Philly in that big middle middle T there. I can see him growing. I can see the minority vote sloughing off a bit. Uh, the women, of course, in the, in the burbs uh, can decide the thing uh, on, on abortion rights. Uh, a real opportunity there to vote. I think the thing that Biden has to do is he's got to enlarge the youth vote and, the, and minority vote. He's got to say to people, here's why you vote and here's why it's important you vote. With the power to vote, you have the power to protect your rights. Women can protect their rights through uh, in Ohio, cases like that, where you actually can see they will vote a way that shows that they're in power. You, how do you empower yourself? You vote. So he's got to connect democracy, which is a big word, 
to right, voting rights and people's rights, their own personal rights as young people, as minorities. You can protect your rights if you vote. But he's got to tie that together and he's got to make it optimistic about. And he also has to give a State of the Union address, which includes some opportunities. Now, I was trying to think about what it would what brings together the college educated young couple and the uncollege educated ones that didn't, didn't go to college, higher education. It's probably housing. Something as simple as we want to own a house someday. Something that the, the, the people in their 20s think, you know, someday we're going to have a house, we're going to have kids, we're going to have room, a yard to play in, schools that are okay, and it's going to be okay, we're going to make it. But I have to get that sense of hope back. And I think the word hope is very important, just like it was with Barack Obama. Okay. Uh, he went on to say, though, it was like dealing with terrorism, uh, people not hearing things when you're dealing with these rural voters, particularly in places like Pennsylvania. Look, I don't think abortion is going to be the key issue again, that it's going to be definitive. And I, I made Dan made the point, too. I said Trump on abortion is good to win in a general election from the Republican side. And Nikki Haley is great on it. That's what we're looking at. I'm thinking deep down out there as much as we are beyond upset with Nikki Haley and how clear it is during these debates, she's unending wars. You know, I don't know about being a stooge of the donor class. and The unending wars is there. Well, she won't be able to do that if she's vice president. That's the point. If she puts you over the finish line, whatever Don Trump Jr. said, I think Trump's going to do that. And I think people are not going to turn on him if Nikki Haley were the VP choice. A record high. Some of run DMC for you, Dom. Dom Giordano show. Oh, we got somebody commenting on that. That's why you probably have it up there. The founder of uh, Run DMC. Um, Jim Kenney leaving office, and there's a strange time period where we won't have a mayor. So I thought they should have a contest, mayor for a half a day, whatever it is in there, Dan, between Jim Kenney's power as mayor and then Sherelle Parker taking over. And, you know, uh, people say to me, I let up on Kennedy. Uh, Kenny, that's yesterday's news. I think not. I think uh, as we count down the days, so what is that? How many days left? Is it five or so that he's mayor? Still has the power of mayor of the city of Philadelphia. Is there uh, somebody worse that you remember as a public figure of any sort in Philadelphia? They don't have to be an elected. Wow. Public official or in the suburbs. The elephant in the room here, Dom. Uh, who? Larry Krasner. Oh, uh, well, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was thinking as they're leaving office. Well, you know, Krasner, Kenny. Yeah. At least. Well, Kenny's malevolent, too. His policies are. I just saw the other day, third grade. Kenny, countdown. I just saw uh, third grade reading scores the other day. Now, these would be the kids that were in the first or the second, Dan, of the pre-K, all that alleged money going from the soda tax. And they're abysmal. It's close to 75, 78 percent that are not reading on grade level. And I'm just looking at Kenny this morning, more talking about how this program you're going to see is lifting people out of poverty, doing all this, et cetera. The reason why it doesn't work is because progressivism doesn't work. 
you put these kids into pre-K, and that's a good thing, okay? There should be plenty of money there, aside from this tax, to pay for that, except for all the boondoggles. But then why is it when they're at the third grade level? Same thing happened with Head Start, which still is with us, and I don't think it works. Why is that? Because the schools don't work. Because the parental involvement is not there, and the schools themselves are deficient, the Philadelphia public schools, and what they're doing. So when you end up with 75% that are not on grade level or more in some cases, in some school districts, it's zero that are on grade level, or some schools in school districts. Why is that? It's the same policies. It's the same mentality that's going on. Pre-K is not going to cure that. It is not going to lift Philadelphia out of poverty. What's going to lift Philadelphia out of poverty are ideas that actually work, both in the schools and also by making Philadelphia safe so that you draw people to Philadelphia that will create jobs, commerce, and prosperity. Progressivism will not do that. And um, I'm equally, uh, Dan, you know, on Twitter, I can take it, that uh, we like Sherelle Parker. And all you hear by the uh, trolls on Twitter, several of them. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission is this is just going to be more of the same. Now, do we agree with her on everything? No. But but I think the contrast between Kenny and his persona and what he's been about and Sherelle Parker is going to be very, very big. And I think that the first big test is going to be Kensington. Will she say by the springtime, 
have made any kind of noticeable pushback on what Kensington has been allowed to be. I, I was thinking about that because I've just seen a tweet that Scott Presler is cleaning up a homeless massive site in Pittsburgh. Then he's coming to Philadelphia. He's going to be in South Philly doing the same. And then in Kensington, January 16th. So if, say, six months from now, Kensington has not changed at all, then I'd have to say that we're well on the way with Sherelle Parker to another difficult time. What would be the metric that it's changed? Well, the metric is simple. (laughs) We're not going to allow this to continue to happen. It's offensive to anybody in any way, shape, or form. So who are the other people, Dan? Do you have any? I have a big one in mind that I'm calling out. You know, we'll do 2024 show. We're going to be here on uh, New Year's Day, Dan and I, uh, noon to three. You could probably read my mind. It's not just Sherelle Parker that has to step up on the Kensington issue. Who else would you say? Uh, new police commissioner. The new police commissioner. Uh, well, I even have a bigger one. And he doesn't on anything, so he's not going on this. It's the archbishop. The archbishop has to take a public stance. Is this outside his realm to say this is morally wrong? You cannot allow a Kensington. That's a point I've always made. I don't make just uh, clean up the trash and uh, some kind of small strategic problem. Kensington is beyond just, it's, it's how can we live with the Kensington? I don't have the power other than this mic in some ways to call attention to that. As mayor, I'd be saying this is an existential thing. I'm not going to allow Kensington to be Kensington. Whatever I have to do, I'm going to fight every element out there. Can we explore that? Yeah, go ahead. Because what you're going to have is a bunch of progressives and liberals complaining that you're displacing a bunch of right. homeless individuals. Mm-hmm. So what does Sherelle do about that? Just well, what she does is she's already campaigned on it and said she's not going to listen to all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You just make it not her problem. Get right. Her. Yeah, not, yeah. This is what we're going to now, you know, what you're going to do with people. My theory, Dan, has always been uh, you cannot live on the street if you're locked up in that kind of mode and you're addicted, et cetera. You're put into mandatory treatment rather than just locked up or allowed to get away with it. But whatever happens... We're not going to publicly allow drug dealers to just walk around and own those spaces of Kensington. I mean, it's just not going to happen. What? It's a question of will. What I'm truly digging at is whether or not she'd be open to safe injection sites. Oh, no. Well, she's the anti. Okay. Yeah, Good. she's said it unprompted Yeah. a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, more so than anybody. Because you know that's going to be their counter. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's relocate but, them. But what yeah. does the Catholic Church say about this? Is, is Am I expecting too much? Is that outside the purview? You ought to be talking. I, I want the church and religious leaders. What do they say? I want them to take a stand on moral matters. And it's a moral, it's an immoral thing for a city to say, we're going to push all this toward Kensington. You can't do it in Rittenhouse Square, but you can go and do it in Kensington. All right, 855-839-1210. That will uh, get you on board. Don't forget the uh, side question. Hit us with that food. 
Doesn't sound too uh, appetizing like caviar, but if you try it, it is. I'm not sure if I'm buying that from the, but it was a great call, really good call. Um, that and uh, Nikki Haley. Let's play Don Trump Jr. We got new people here, and then we'll take another whack at it. Cut fifteen. Here's what Don Trump Jr. with Eric Bowling last night said impromptu, just out of nowhere. He's not going to allow Nikki Haley to be the VP choice. I wouldn't have her out. I would go to great lengths to make sure that that doesn't happen. Nikki Haley wants never-ending wars. She's a puppet of the establishment in Washington, D.C. She's the new favored candidate of the billionaire class because they want control. No different than academia and Harvard and using their billions to exercise influence. They want someone they control. Uh, Ron DeSantis has proven that he doesn't have what it takes to be on that stage. He's embarrassed himself that way. She's now the preferred candidate. Uh, no, I, I would not want Nikki Fox Haley seems to be like there. Her, All we get Fox from her seems- is never-ending wars. All right, so um, what is that about? That Don Trump Jr. suddenly is talking about Nikki Haley's VP and what he would do to block that. To me, it's about winning. Now, do I know that Nikki Haley is the best candidate that Trump could pick to defeat Biden and Kamala Harris, given all the metrics? No. Could Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah, possibly. Several names were thrown in there. But it seems to me, based upon everything that we've seen, she's got to be right there. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was thrown out there. I don't see that yet. It's all about, right here in Pennsylvania, in Bucks, Monco, Delaware, and Chester County, and a couple of others, getting people who, based on policy, are Republicans to come out and to vote for Trump. And it's also about turning loose the mail-in ballot operation, which is not being done. I got to give you a report today as we head toward the new year. I'm not convinced that we are going to see here in Pennsylvania what I would say is an effective mail-in ballot campaign. I sit here and it drives me nuts to see day after day this go on and people not moving on it. Citizens Alliance, they're, a they're doing a good job. Scott Presler, a couple of others. But the people that have the resources, et cetera, are just not. Democrats are all over this. Every day, this is what they're doing. It's a simple thing to win Pennsylvania. All you have to do is be relatively competitive, and we're going to win Pennsylvania, which wins the presidency. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's stand time. I can handle things. I'm Everybody's safe. With Dom. Welcome to Dan Time with Dom when producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some uh, less political topics. So, Dom, just real quick, I want to give an update on the YouTube.com slash at 12th and WPHT chat. It is going strong with some uh, heavy rap debate. Not something I expected to see in the chat at the Dom Giordano program. Well, um, I, I have to brush up on Eminem a little bit more, but we made the point. I get it, though, what's distinctive about him. And he could be the goat of rap. He's up there. I mean, especially the the, the speed in which he raps, his rhymes, his uh, uh, the phraseology. It, it's really good. Robert writes, and I've always said about music, if it makes someone happy, so be it. But sometimes I wonder if rap makes people happy or angry. Do you have a stand on that one? Uh, it depends on the the rapper. You know, yeah. I mean, the, the, what their um, genre, their um, fodder is. Style you know, of rap. What, yeah, I mean, their material of what 
what but like if you listen to rap now it's just mumbling about going to the club doing drugs you know yeah and it's trying to make exotic words kind of rhyme yeah i miss i miss (laughs) like rapper's delight you know hip hop a hibbit uh so wayne state dom has been sued have you seen this no they're being sued by a student who wanted to be a gym teacher, but the student, Dom, he was 400 pounds, has diabetes, hypertension, and asthma, and the school pretty much kicked him out of the PE program by uh, saying they didn't want him to certification because he says that they didn't, f- uh, they, they thought he didn't fit what they perceived to be a gym teacher because of his size and because of his weight. There's no doubt that was the reason why. There was no other reason. I passed everything. Well, I think they're correct, though. I mean, look, uh, I, I taught high school, as people know. And some of the gym teachers, after a period of time, Dan, as they get a little bit older, it's brutal. So if you go in in that manner, and gyms already, I didn't have to take gym at Newman. Yeah. You did where you were? Uh, we had, uh, yeah, no, we had gym all the way through high school. I had a, a, the high school basketball coach was our gym teacher who happened right. to moonlight as an alcoholic. So it was, it was right. a lot of fun. All right. Class. Well, my horror story is where I was, the school for the longest period of time, fourth marking period, they did this. If it rained and they had to be inside or it was bad weather outside, they played murder ball where they had like 20 volleyballs <laughs> fully inflated. And, you know, it's it's like you're in the middle and all that stuff. Kids, every time there'd be broken noses and all. And as competitive as I am, I'm not competitive in stupid stuff like this. Yeah. Broken noses, glasses, stuff like this. Wow. Fully inflated volleyballs. You put 10 or 12 of them out there. With a, a, you know, different people in the middle, somebody's going to get killed. Yeah. You know what day I liked the gym? I don't know if you had it, but they they used to bring in this multicolored giant inflatable like a uh, tarp that you right. would put over your heads, and it was like a giant tent. I don't know why that sticks out as a memory of gym class, but I, I can't think of any of my personal gym teachers who were a, a, a model of you know fitness. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't many. Uh, Dom, is there ever been a television show that you wanted to live inside of? Is, is that That's something a good one. Of? I think we've asked that as a side question, maybe. Um, probably inside of... Like, Seinfeld's kind of just realistic, right? Yeah, I mean, Seinfeld, I guess, is pretty The realistic. Office, would you want yeah. to work at Dunder Mifflin? Uh, no, and I don't like New York. So that's uh, drop the Americans. I think you'd want to live in. Yes, the Americans. Be one of the yes. spies. Yeah, yeah. The, Amer- the actual Americans. Yeah. Um, but now it's a new marketing tactic. Dom Squid Game's doing it. Only murders in the building. Uh, it's like pop up uh, experiences where you can actually live. You know, inside for a you know set price for a, mm-hmm. a short amount of time inside the television show, and it's something I think is pretty cool that there's a you know uh, what's yours. Um, mm, well, wall. you know, Travis Menu Foundation, we have the bidding. How about we set this up and you can live inside the Dom Giordano show? I, I don't know. <laughs> I like that, actually. Yes. I, I don't know why, but I, I lost. Like living on a. Yeah, you have it a seems lost like, thing. It seems like I, a really cool. I never saw an episode of Lost. Really? I, I know. They... Oh, go watch it. Yeah. Like, all, all the crap that's about the finale uh, is so overblown. Like the entire series right. itself is worth the ride. I, I promise uh, right. you that. Uh, that's all I got for Dan Time today, though, Dom. I'm all right. Out, fresh uh, out of time. A truncated Dan Time today. Got a lot of people want to get in. Big 2 o'clock hour coming yes, up. Yes, Robert says the parachute is what I'm talking about in gym okay. class. Yeah. Uh, okay. The giant parachute they bring in. 855-839-1210. So tomorrow's show, I think at 1 o'clock, Dan's lined up. We have one of the people keeping the flame alive of 9-11, what happened, uh, one of the survivors who lost people appalled by this story out today that the Daily Mail did this survey and 
of uh, Gen Zers, about uh, at least three out of ten, four out of ten, get the message of bin Laden and think it's a worthy message. You know, it's one thing not to know something, meaning you don't know an historic fact. Like I had kids, Dan, and I, I would ask them, I get them a general knowledge test right before they were ready to graduate at Triton High School. Like, um, what ocean touches Atlantic City? Now, remember, we were in South Jersey, too. Oh, come on. Yeah, some would put down Pacific, whatever. Leonardo da Vinci, several wrote down, mob dude. I never forgot that. (laughs) Mob dude. Can you imagine? So how are you getting a diploma? Leonardo da Vinci, mob dude. How how does a kid get through there and... and, uh, you know, and I, I, they were getting extra credit on this, so the more they put down that were correct, they weren't doing it just to be funny or whatever. They're idiots. I what mean, kind of adults are we creating? Yeah, this, general you know? knowledge test. Just yeah. ask people. If you went out here in Philadelphia, out in the streets here, 24th and right, hey, a uh, little survey. Who's uh, Leonardo da Vinci? You know. You really don't think people would know it? I don't think so. Oh, Some. I mean, in Philadelphia, I'd take it's, 40%. You're right. It's... 40% don't. So. When it comes to 9-11, though, seeing bin Laden's message, even if you don't have living memory of that day, in what universe is there appeal to that, that in school? So what it should be, and I don't want more mandates, but what else are you going to do? How in the world do we let that go? The, The lesson is this. The schools are not teaching this. They should have to teach it in an up and down way. No. There's no side to Bin Laden here. What, what's the Bin Laden side on massacring thousands of Americans? There's no side to that. If you want to go on record as a school district in school, oh, what about the Bin Laden side? I want to see that. Sorry, I just looked it up. It's it's disappointing to see 52% of Philadelphia's adults functionally illiterate, 67 low literate reading at 6th right. to 8th grade levels. Yeah, the 6th to 8th grade level today is like a 3rd or 4th grade level. So, uh, my my yeah. one of my actually my best friend Ricky just chimed in on the chat, Dom. He says, "Don't listen to me." Uh, he he says loss is a complete waste of time. He watched it because I said to watch it because there it was so go. good. Once again, completely regrets yes. the time that he spent oh, doing so. Oh, I'll give you the tip though. Do watch Fargo this season. The guy from Madman. Why am I blanking on the actor? The lead guy, uh, a Madman, plays this corrupt sheriff, and uh, these two female personalities in Fargo this year. Is that John Ham is that who you're talking about? Is he in John Ham, so out of character, but unbelievable. I mean, he is just outstanding. Oh, he is. I didn't. I didn't even know he was in that. Yeah, yeah. It's such he a plays the uh, corrupt cast. sheriff. Yeah, I mean, Joe and, Keery, the kid from uh, Stranger Things, is yes. really good too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, excellent Fargo this season. It's on uh, FX every Tuesday night. They're only dragging them out though, one episode at a time. They don't put the whole thing out there, but you can still catch up. I think it's on Hulu too. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Big two o'clock hour coming up. Talk Radio twelve ten. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 